We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, the uh, if if um, <laughs> say it this way, if I, I've been here a long time, and uh, if we didn't have Russell, I probably wouldn't have been here a long time. Because <laughs> all the, think of all the magic that he's created in, in the years. He's got numbers and stats in fourth quarter. This is the Nats and all that stuff. You know, one of the winningest quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. And. Uh, and it'll be really fun when he comes back and plays football again for us this year. And, and uh, you know, we owe a tremendous amount. You can see how hard it is, you know. I mean, all of these games, they all the Rams game, the, the what was the next one? The um, Steelers. Yeah, Steelers in this one. I mean, you know, Russell's a factor. <laughs> He's a fantastic positive factor and always has been. And, I mean, those are exactly his time. That, that's his time. And that's when he shines. And, and um, so, you know, we miss him. And in the meantime, we're going to keep – fighting and clawing and doing everything we can welcome to seahawks man to man podcast powered by the athletic shout out to the company my name is michael sean dugar i'm here with my co-host christopher kidd make sure you follow us both up on the tweet machine you guys know where to follow me at we do this every time at mike dugar blue check all that good stuff chris talk to the people what is up everybody it's your boy christopher kidd be sure to follow me on twitter at ckidd206 and that's ckid206 all right all of our youtube subscribers and viewers you guys can tell you're like yo where are they at you know <laughs> where these guys recording from benaroy hall it looks like you know we uh we're, we're in here. a mansion yeah we're here with a special 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 guest we usually don't do guests on the post game episode but this was such a special occasion monday night football primetime game we are joined by the homie ben baller What's up, y'all? What's up, man? What's up? What's man, up? Thank you for joining us, man. Nah, Absolutely. man. I'm really, I'm really hyped. Uh, you know, you guys got a great show. I um happen to just randomly stumble upon it, being a real, you know, a legit 12, 10 years now. And uh I said, you know what? Someone gotta have some kind of a podcast. Start listening, found your page on social media. I really listened to what you guys said, and I said, look, man, these guys are really keeping it 100 percent Like they, they're keeping it real. And that's hard to find. You know, you see the fanboys who sit there and be like, no, man, what are you talking about? This guy could beat Thanos. <laughs> no, he can't, man. You know, and you guys kept it real good. So I'm, I'm excited to be here, man. You know, I, I don't miss home games. And um, and uh, although I don't have my house here anymore, I sold my crib a few years ago, um, I'm here. You know, my season tickets are still here. And uh, I rep heavy, bro. 
Oh, he was repping today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Rep it today, man. Um, the, the sound you guys just heard before we opened the show, that was Pete Carroll after the Seahawks lost. Uh, it was the final score 13 to 10. Ugly. That's the third straight loss for the Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks fans have not been in attendance for a game, for a win since 2019, I want to say. So last time Seahawks fans actually saw Long a win, time. three straight losses uh, to start the 2021 season at home. It's just so rare. That's three straight primetime losses, home losses. Um, but we're going we're going to start with the what Pete said today mm. because it was a question for me. So the context in there is because um, clearly you got the, the Seahawks just aren't finishing, right? Like it's not no, it's not rocket science. Like with, you see it, they're losing every game with the fourth quarter overtime ball in the offense's hands, chance to go be heroes, and they're not getting it done. Elephant in the room. Why are they not getting it done? Oh, is it because they don't have the guy who has what 31 game winning drives in the regular season, a gazillion fourth quarter comebacks in Russell Wilson? So I asked Pete in a way that you know, I don't want to throw Gino under the bus because I think Gino's doing the best that Gino can do under the circumstances. I say, Pete, considering how clutch Russ is and the fact that you guys are losing in the clutch, are your issues with finishing just not having Russell Wilson? You see, he thought about it. Oh, he thought he about, thought about it. it. He's like, okay, how do I answer this without throwing Gino under the bus? He gave a good answer. He said, I've been here a long time. <laughs> if, if, if I didn't have Russ, I'd been fired a long time ago. And he's not wrong. And I think that for everyone who was frustrated with how the offense looked last year at the end of the year, or even the start this year, because the offense was not good. And was like, you know what? Let's just see what Gino looks like in this offense. Guys, <laughs> I hope you're done with that. We can kill it. We can kill that now, right? There's no, there's no, there's no, oh, maybe Gino gets it done. He's taller. He can see the middle of the field. He gets the ball out quicker. Guys, Russ is Russ for a reason. And if you needed any more evidence, these three games right here, man. Like even watching from the press box, it was just so obvious. Man, it had to be, it had to feel obvious on the field, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm sitting right there watching it. Mm. And I'm just, bro, look. I watched Gino jump in the game, and I said, "What the hell's going on?" Because that Rams game, you was there. The Rams, Rams game, yeah. yeah. This is, I haven't missed a game. I'm like, "This is the Rams game. What's going on?" Then they showed the finger and blah blah. Okay, okay, look, enough is enough. And then I heard somebody in the background say, "Yo, let Gino cook." And I'm like, <laughs> they was his name." Yeah, and I was like, I was like, I never heard it. It was like Rudy, right? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, whoa. And he drove that 98 yards, you know. And was it uh he hit uh DK for that like that little short post, right? Mm -hmm. Boom, they in there. And I'm like, holy shit, like Gino the truth. And he looked good, he looked cool, he looked confident. Again, he he is taller. I feel like he could, you know, see above certain things and, and he moved pretty gracefully. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I I I got, I ain't gonna lie to you, I got caught up in it. I was like, yo, I started you believed. Like, I said, yo. We don't. We may not need Russ. Like we got, dude. Like you know. Like I was looking for anything. I was looking for any kind of sign. And then the Pittsburgh game happened. <laughs> well, the, that's important. I think that because you weren't alone. My men. Well, I know you were because I mentioned it after the game. It was like, yo, can we just do this with Gino? Let Gino cook. And I think that that was a that was a good. Like I, I believed in Gino right then. I think I tweeted, "Holy shit, we threw that touchdown to DK." I was like, you know what? Maybe he do got this. But like you said, then Pittsburgh happened. What happened? A team had film. <laughs> A <laughs> that team was, could watch. <laughs> that was going to be the next thing I hit on is the fact that, okay, with the Ram situation, they were like, Geno Smith's in here. We were prepared yeah, for rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we got, do the same thing. We, we've never seen him play. The last time we saw him, he was with the 
Giants? Giants? He, started, Giants? he started for the Giants in 2018. Okay. One game for Russ. And or, I'm, excuse me, for uh, Rivers. And I'm sure they weren't no, like, Eli. hey, pull up the iPad, see if you can find something on Geno right now. Right. That's just not happening. Right mm-hmm. now, it's we got to stay with our scheme and let's see if he can beat us. And to Ben's point, he went down and 98 yards, touchdown, shocked everyone. Had Ben thinking, let Russ cook. I was thinking, I don't want him to come back for, for the Packers game. We got him. <laughs> Or and excuse then, me, like, let Gino cook. I think the second series, either the second or third series, he threw wide open in front of his face. He threw about a five foot eight tall pass. And I said, yo, who is, is trying to like, is Muggsy Bogues playing like <laughs> receiver? Like, I don't get it. I understand if you do something six foot six, mm. people's like my, my reach is almost eight feet tall. So think about what you're throwing. Okay, now I'm exaggerating. Let's say you th- he threw seven feet. Like anyone can pat that. Yeah. He was throwing them so hot. They were they were hitting people's helmets. And they're just getting batted. I'm like, wait, is it just doesn't doesn't what, what what's going on? And the crazy part is we still should have won that game. Yeah, the Seahawks definitely had opportunities. Gino had opportunities. So what it, that's what it comes down to. And ultimately, he hasn't delivered the way he thinks he should. Because he talked about it after the Pittsburgh game. He said, yo, it's on me. I got to protect the ball. I had an opportunity to lead this team to victory, and I didn't. He came up short. Not to mention, he did it again on Monday night against a Saints team. I mean, they're, they're all right. They, they, I, but I'm, you trying have to, to I'm trying to find the words to it. They're all right. Go ahead, Ben. Imagine watching this game. Oh, man. Okay. Imagine being hyped. It's Monday night. Yeah. Who has got more primetime? Just love than we have Thursday night game, Monday night, it's Sunday night football. It's the third primetime game in a row. We're literally just yeah. out of control. And I heard what you guys said before. It's like, hey man, they're not even pushing posting Gino's face to posting DK Metcalf, you know, like yeah. hey, boom. And <laughs> I get it. Not cool. even advertising my and, man. And I don't even care about that. You know, I'm watching the game and the whole time I got this stomach ache all day long, thinking like, man, I hope this, you know, I just want everything to be good, cool, boom. I go there, blitz comes up into the stands, says, Hey, yo, Ben Ball, it's good to see you, boom. You know, I see Dixon, I see Jamal and Quandre practicing, like, yo, good to see you, bro. Boom, boom. Game starts, you know, Gino comes in, boom, boom, pass to the right side, touchdown. I'm like, yo, it's about to be a good game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get gassed again. <laughs> so Okie doke. <laughs> Bro, like, it's okay, Ben. Let it out. Well, here, here's, and that's where, like, just to get to this game specifically, I think we can all agree the defense did its thing. I, this is not a blame I the am, defense podcast. We're not going to do that today. Gave up 13 points. Mm-hmm. Jameis didn't do anything spectacular. The deep throws weren't there. They had two explosive pass plays, according to my notes. They were both to Kamara. One there was is a my point. And one you, was that little angle Texas route and that two minute drill. That's it. I get it. That's it. Kamara, and then the touchdown pass. Kamara special. And they didn't do a great job of stopping him. Boy, is but he special. For your defense to give up 13 points and your offense only puts up 10. We talked about this off wax. I hate to say it, but if Russ was playing, it's not even a close. I hate to say it. That's the truth. I know, but I don't want to. Russ would have put up 25, 35 points. Easy. Easy on these and guys, man. I saw plays where I'm thinking Russ makes it. Russ creates something. Gino tried. But he got sacked. And Pete, in the post game, five sacks, man. Pete talked about it. He said, we got to figure out ways to get rid of the ball. You can't take a loss like that. He just called it losses. But I said something weird, like, letting the football eat. I forget what it is. He can't eat the football like that. Can't eat the football. That's what the pass to Tyler that was right there. Oh, yeah. Between two, the safety and and, and, and Tyler has to catch that. But they brought up an interesting point in the broadcast regarding those two quarterbacks. Russ throws the moon ball. 
Now he's only practiced with Gino three weeks, right? He's used. He's accustomed to you know the moon ball. He's right. not. He's not. Up, he's not. The ball used hits to... you in the hands. No, man. no, no. I I, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I don't care who. But does that takes some adjusting. You know, you've been playing with a guy that hasn't missed a game. For I'm 10 not. Years. Want who said that? Was that who, who's who's on the broadcast? Which one were you watching? It, I wasn't watching Eli and Manning. Unfortunately, I was watching. Hey, right. Who's who is who does Monday Night? Is Lou Riddick and it was Lou Riddick. It's like Brian Greasy or something. Greasy. Good I memory. None of that. I thought the I played him in the hands. It did. Look, man, I'm from old school. It hit your I hands. Played, I played receiver all through high school. <laughs> I played. I played free safety in high school. But when I went to when I got recruited, play a Cal, play D one. I played cornerback. Right. Yep. One of the first things my coach, my receiver coach said always, if you could touch the ball, you gotta it, was, it was a miscatch. Yeah, he, it was a miscatch. And I just think you have to catch that. But I thought it was interesting that they brought that point up. Not saying that I that's correct. And, and the I coverage agree. was crazy. It was good. Oh, yeah. it was decent. The hand might yeah. have thrown it that off. That kid was good. It's the Stanford kid, Paulson. That's, something. that's He's something nice, we could ask Ty. Like, hey. Oh, he always catches it. Yeah, I mean, always catches the reason I wanted to say we got to get it out the way that the defense did its thing. Look at the, listen to some of these numbers here. Yeah, Saints, read them down. Saints average 4.5 yards a play. That's garbage. That's not good. That's not good. That, that means you're pretty bad. Um, in the red zone, the Saints were one for four. Well, they put up 13 points. There one you go. for four. <laughs> the Saints were two of 13 From on third, third yeah, down. That's that, what it was. That is a winning formula. That's how you win the game. And they had a turnover. Well, Seahawks re- forced the fumble, look, by the way. Yes, they won a turnover margin. Seahawks <laughs> did one nothing. They did everything right except on the off. Oh, you know what? Go ahead, Mike. Let me read, I'm a, the last thing is the, probably the most important. Kamara's rushing numbers. Mm. Kamara, the only person who rushes the ball on a higher per game basis is Derek Henry. Derek Henry coming into the weekend, 27 touches. Uh, 27 carries a game. I don't know what he had in the uh, game against the Chiefs, but he's probably still number one in the league. Kamara was number two, 18.8 carries a game. He got 20 in this game, 51 yards. That's the shutdown right there. They did everything they could. I can't could. ask the defense to do much more than that. I, but I the really thing can't. Is, yes, the defense stepped up today against a shitty team, though. But the, hey, you know what? I'm glad you brought that point up because had they not stepped up, Oh, we'd be on them. It, it, there's yeah. nothing I mean, to talk about. be getting right now? <laughs> if he <laughs> dropped another pick or something? You needed to see this defense do something against a not good offense. I expect the same thing. You're right. I, You're right. No, it's not. They got to do what they're stop, supposed to do. But at the same time, they got to build on this. let me also rewind back to something, and I won't bring it back again. Okay. <laughs> I've looked at the play seven times. Uh-oh. Even if Jamal was looking at the ball, oh man, it hit his helmet dog. There was nothing he could do about it. <laughs> Even if he was looking at it, there was nothing. It was coming very fast. It wasn't like it was a, it was coming at 90 miles per hour and it hit his head. There was no like he'd have to see it before, but he was probably looking at something else. Yeah. And obviously, like looking at coverage and boom, it was just not no one, nobody's catching that play. Sorry. No, you're you're Let, okay. Let's continue no, no, to, but to be fair, one more thing on the defense before yep. we move away from. From them, they weren't you know perfect. Obviously, oh, Al, Woods is, Al Woods is encroachment. You can't oh, have that. You that just hurt. can't. You can't do that on the field goal. He was probably gonna make it anyway, and it wouldn't have mattered a ton. But that you, you, as you, you said, you can't do that. Yeah. Marquise Blair's uh, roughing uh, the, rough the passer. Oh my god, that shit, that was momentum. that was honestly yeah. worse than that. I don't think because of the position, and they were gonna well, kick a field goal regardless. Down too. Yeah, and yeah. The, well, they, they both give him first. But they end up scoring. Right. They were probably gonna score anyway with Al's. They're probably just gonna make the kick. Yes. But Marquise's hit, it was in a position where they would have to punt. Yep. So then. Gino gets to go down there, and I mean, they probably still would have gone to overtime or something like that. Probably wouldn't have mattered. But I think the defense did its part. They had passes defense. Sydney got his hand on the ball. Uh, they had a bunch of tackles for loss. Al Woods played good. Puna Ford. Oh, he's Puna Ford was all place. over the place. I hope yes. the broadcast was showing Puna love. Yes, man. they were. Was, was a Puna yes. that almost got the interception when it got batted? Yes. Was, yeah. Big man was running for it. And I yeah. was like, 
who the hell's big? Oh, shit, that <laughs> that's Tuna Fold. Yeah, yeah. yeah bro, it was passes. Like, dude, he got mad. He was like, it was like this. Was he like, had, oh. it was an opportunity. Al yeah. Woods made a great play. As you said, Mike, the defense, they were, for the most part, having a good defensive day. We've spent whole podcast talking about them, and rightfully so. They've been bad this year. No, yes. they didn't figure they didn't figure that out. And that's good. And they didn't figure that brought out. up this is a weak team. Perfect. Okay, you have another weak team coming in. Yeah, make them look like a weak team. Exactly. Which is what they did. You got to continue and build on that, and hopefully the offense can show face and put up points. Because what look we saw Monday night was not acceptable. We have to score at least thirty points against Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> Minimum. Is that is that your standard? It is a standard. <laughs> that's the only way I'm coming back. I'm gonna cancel my flights for 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 uh, Detroit uh, against Niners. Twenty first is what Cardinals. I'm I'm canceling everything unless we score yeah, thirty. The, I think the Bears come here as well. Bears come here the yeah. twenty. Uh, no, I'm sorry. The yeah, twenty sixth. Yeah. Um, so Pin, you gotta have faith, man. So, bro, that was one of my tweets tonight. Have faith, and people were like, "Shut up, you loser." This, this is where I kind of knew that the offense was having a rough day, man. Ugo Amadi makes the best plays made all year, by the way. Shout out to Ugo making a making a play. He forces a fumble. Uh-huh. Right? Forces I mean, I don't know that dude's name. Tight, tight, tight end. end. Troutman? Troutman. Let's go with yeah. that. A big white boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, honestly. Yeah. No, seriously. That was a big corn husker. Yeah, and Ugo got low. Got him. All right. So cool. look at my notes here. Reading fake reading glasses on. Here are the plays after Ugo's fumble. Oh, don't do it to us. Which that gave the Seahawks the ball at the Saints 32-yard line. Alex Collins run, one yard. Alex Collins run, minus one yard. In large part because Cam Jordan ran right through Kyle Fuller. Just blew him the hell up. Rough day. Yeah. Third down. Freddie Swain, incomplete pass, uh, broken up by number 22. Who's number 22 here? Uh, Gardner. Oh, that's the dude who uh, be getting punched yeah, by his teammates. Yeah, yeah CJ Gardner Johnson fights and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Michael, I think Michael Thomas punched that dude. Um, yes, those are your three plays. Fifty yard field goal, good. You can't do that. You can't go zero yards on three plays when but the, let me the defense is giving you the ball. How much of that do you think it was? Pete and Shane saying, "Dang, can we trust Gino to make Ooh. these throws?" Because Let's talk about Pete. Can we talk about Pete? Oh yeah, because my thing was, please. At oh, what we're going to talk about Pete. Today. At what point do you say, Gino, just go for it? By then, it was too late, and we saw what happened. But that's the whole thing. Yeah. Everyone that was plying back to me, first of all, I should be watching the game. I shouldn't be looking on Twitter. <laughs> and they're like, yo, they don't trust Gino. And then you ask the obvious question, well, why not, right? And then you say, because of this. At that point, it's too late, bro. Like, yeah. we got nothing to lose at this point. You got to let them spin the rock. Because you know? with that first play, that drive where we – not the first play, but that first opportunity where we saw him connect with DK – I say, yeah, let him spin it. He can do it. He hit an 84 yarder on the best of these corner. other teams, like Detroit Lions, <laughs> that are doing not one but two fake punts. These other teams that are doing crazy things, going in. Off, I've never seen so many teams this Sunday go for it on fourth down. Yeah, yeah, Dan Campbell's playing nothing. Madden over there in Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> at, at this point, he ain't got no choice. He's all I'm saying is, it. <laughs> we should have went at. I'm just, but but you know, like because we don't we don't ever do any. Like bro, we have no plays, man. Yeah, it's pretty standard. You know it's what you're so gonna get. It's crazy. I'm you're gonna like, get the draw, bro. The screen. <laughs> when I when I look, like at a five wide out, like legit lineup, and I'm sitting there not as a fan, as a fan of the game, not a fan, not a twelve, as a fan of the game, and I see DK, mm. Disley, uh, Blair, okay, Lockett, Everett. I'm thinking, yo, like, I'm not being a fanboy. I'm being a fan of the NFL game. 
if you don't tell me that's one of the most legit receiving cores in the, in the league, what is going on here, bro? And you got mismatches if you really think about throwing the ball up, like you said, how Russ can throw up in that, um, what was the term? The moon ball. He throws the, the moon, moon ball. ball. Yep. F the moon ball. I taught myself. <laughs> I don't want to say, you know, right. the F word. But a little bit high up, DK got vertical. Bro, what's going? I didn't see one pass jump up except for Alex Collins when he almost, thank God he did because it's raining, but he jumped up, got it, and made something happen. Made something out of nothing. It's it's tough. You don't have your guy. I mean, it's you, honestly not even that tough, man. I'm, I'm not, saying it's dog. tough because the situation that the Seahawks are in. They don't have their starting quarterback. You mentioned it last year, Mike. We talked about it off wax with that going down. You literally said, oh, Dak Prescott. Bro, yeah, yeah. man, if we signed Deshaun and oh, he came in man. and he came in <laughs> and all he had, he only had a, a little bit of time. Again, he looks at that receiving core. Well, you brought up Deshaun. It's as simple as bringing in Cam. I, I, there was a tweet. There, there was a tweet maybe there was two, three weeks ago. And the young lady, she went out and said, Cam Newton threw eight touchdowns and 10 interceptions last year. And she didn't put in the rushing touchdowns, and I get it. She was talking strictly about his pass. Yeah, about throwing the air. And I'm, I didn't, I wanted to wait and see how things unfolded. So tonight, after seeing how things unfolded, I said, I think it's pretty visible and clear. The Seahawks are at 0-3. Should have at least, uh, they talked to Cam. I don't know if Cam said he doesn't want to play in Seattle, the they, position. They, they basically, from my understanding, talked to Cam, say, hey, look, we like Geno. You want to come in and back Geno up? Oh, oh, the, the disrespect. Hell okay, I get why Cam was like, it's not a right oh, fit. Oh, yeah, no, I don't fault Cam. <laughs> I don't fault Cam. With that right there, that lets me know that the Seahawks really They trust... believed in Gino. And that's fair, but yeah, after... I got some great season tickets for sale, <laughs> just so you know. After one game, at what point do you realize, okay, we don't have much room for error. We This is a Super Bowl or bust team, correct? Uh, yeah. After one oh, yeah. game, you have to make that tough decision. It's a business, right? They didn't sign KJ for what? Business reasons. Mm -hmm. They believe that KJ was too old, not fast enough. They drafted a linebacker in Jordan Brooks first round, and they said, we're going to replace him with this guy. We like what we've seen. Unfortunately, that hasn't gone in their favor the way they wanted to. The same situation is now at quarterback. After that first loss, okay, we, we got to do something because I don't think we can go this season knowing that Russ is going to be out maybe five games. Why risk it? At that point in time, after losing that first game, you should have been like, Cam, we're going to bring you in to compete. If you win it out in a week, we got you. We're going to go. We're going to roll with you. They decided, as you said, Mike, yeah, we like Gino. You can come in behind Gino. And if he gets which is, hurt, which is just disrespect. It's, first of all, it's silly. It's stupid. Cam Newton, healthy, no COVID, is a better quarterback than Gino Smith. And I will, I have no problem saying that. He's a better quarterback than Gardner Minshew because someone was like, oh, Gardner. I'm oh, like, no, come on, bro. Well, I like Gardner, man. I, huh, there was a point in time where I was here. rooting for him. <laughs> now, nah, he can ball. Two well, cooks I, mean, I get I it. I Washington State little bag here. So yeah, 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 man. I got my cook bag on me. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Here's 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 why I don't I don't want to slam Gino too much. No, and I'm, I feel like I feel, Gino's yeah. being who Gino has been in his career. The writing was on like the wall. I feel like the Seahawks are asking Gino right now. I to, just want to stand why he, he got... <laughs> They're asking Gino, I think, to be, shots, ben. to be to be somebody else. Like Gino, Just the last series, bro, getting sacked three. Like, bro, it was fourth and twenty-eight. He tried to create yeah, Russ magic, and he's not Russ. It's not about Russ, bro. Run anywhere, come on, bro. Just You're throw, a it, away. Player, you can't, throw it away. You can't. You can't take a sack. Throw it away. You can't take a sack. Yeah, yeah throw it away. Bro, like, what's going on? 
even but he if wanted you, to create. Even if you throw it and get a grounding, at least the clock stops and they have to argue about it and call hey, the flag, then you can at least call another play. I'd rather of him at second down for the first sack, at second down, I'd rather of him thrown a 40-yard pass down the middle had it been intercepted, and we figured, I know because we had no timeouts left. I don't know, just anything but getting sacked, bro. Just speaking give, of give timeouts, DK a shot. How poorly managed was. Oh, my was, God, bro. When he yeah. called, how about the, the, the go, go, running off the clock? Like, the, the, I'm talking about the play clock, not, yeah. not, not the, 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 the game clock. And I'm like, yo, bro, it's one, two, stop the ball. Yeah, there was multiple times. Two or three times. Where I'm thinking. We wasted timeouts. Gino, I know you're trying to make checks. Just snap the ball, bro. <laughs> because at this point, clearly you're not prepared. You're not ready. And now you're costing your team timeouts that can be pivotal later in the game when you actually need them. And this was the first time I saw Gino. Well, it's only been three games, but <laughs> this was the first time I seen him visibly call audibles. Yes. Times, stopping, telling people to do boom. And I'm like, hey, bro, you call an audible. It's six, five, yeah. four, three, two. And the ball ain't hiked yet. Okay, doom. And I'm like, bro, bro, you don't maybe think about calling the audible at 17, 20 seconds. Yeah, you got to be better at that, and that's with repetitions and practice. But the thing is, I'm not trying to hear all that, bro. You're a pro. You get paid. Uh, hey, practicing. you are not wrong. He is a pro. But this is my point. This is why I say you bring in someone like a Cam Newton, someone that knows the game, that's seen it, that's played in championship games, that's been but there. But he can't go behind Geno. He's got to be. And that's, that's where right. I think the Seahawks messed up. Back to my point earlier, you lose that first game to the Rams. That's a good football team. That should be an indicator. And I think that they're overrated, bro. And I respect Rams? that. Oh, the Rams are nice. I respect that. No, but even but even with that, <laughs> but even with that, that's the opportunity where you really gotta weigh your ops and look at the season. Look at your schedule. You say, damn, can we really trust Geno these next two games? Oh yeah, he's been in our system for you know four years. We we believe in Geno. That's cool and all. Then you go. 0-2, you lose to the Steelers. And guess what? Gino has another opportunity. And what happens? T.J. Watt forces a huge fumble. Yeah. You ha- At what point do you cut that cut again? It off? Like you did with, with that K.J. Again, you hold it for dear life. You don't have it out oh, of like fumble? Randall Cunningham. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you hold it not like a loaf of bread, but like, you know, your baby. And again, that's just mental. But to Mike's point, I don't want to get on Gino about it, but this is kind of what Gino You're talking about. The, we have to. Well, this I, is kind I think of, it's a little bigger. It's like an organizational thing. Like this is not Gino's not out here being a different guy. He's being who he's been. Yeah. And, and well, the other thing is, I, I disagree with how Pete wants to help Gino. His version of helping Gino is running the ball to Alex Collins a gazillion times against the best run defense in the league, or at least one of the top three run defenses in the league. When you have Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, we talked about this in the pre pre show. Um, I don't believe that balance is handing it to one ball and one guy 18 times and letting your receivers split 18 targets. That's yeah. not how balance works. That's how many stupid. times does Tyler get the ball tonight? I'm about to read I it to you right here. Twice or three times? Tyler Lock. So I'm going to read you Kamara's numbers first. Oh boy. Kamara had 11 targets and 20 carries. That's 30 touches mm. right, for 179 yards or something like that, right, in a touchdown. DK Metcalf, five targets. Tyler Lockett, three targets. And two catches. They split mm. eight targets. The Saints' best player touched the ball 30 times. Now, he's a running back. It's a lot easier to just get it to him. I, I get that. 30 times they got their best player of the ball. They only got one good dude on offense like that. How many times did Alex Collins get to touch the ball tonight? Alex Collins had 16 rushing attempts, and he had that one catch. So that's 17 of target share Bro, for— people don't realize that Talavaki is one of the best receivers in the goddamn NFL. Three targets. I guess not. Three targets today. I guess not, Ben. One of them he dropped uh, three targets. DK— it looked like their DBs were— 
Like no, 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 no. And you know I what? I don't care who the DBs are. Like you, you said, brought it's Tyler. Up, throw it to him. You Give brought up shot. something with the DBs. DK was in Lattimore's head. If I am Pete, I'm like, yo, we should just throw him every time because at this point. Marshawn is going to get in his own head and he's going to do something silly, which he did the whole game. Yeah. And in my head, I don't know why the Seahawks stopped attacking him. I get they were running the ball and DK was being a bully, but we saw what he did. He just ran by him, made him look like a child. Keep giving DK the ball. DK should have 14 targets and eight or eight or nine catches. Granted, you know, there's some overthrows, maybe a drop pass here and Force there. Force it to him. That's my point. Or that's especially, how you help your quarterback. You give him DK Metcalf. That would help me. <laughs> right? Especially with Lattimore, and he was just struggling. Like You could see he was frustrated because DK is just the action figure, and he's just punking a maybe play. Keep giving him the rock. That, For that, whatever I reason. Mean, Disley's not getting the ball. Like yeah. Disley, yeah, no. Well, he, he did last week, but he scored the touchdown last not week. Not on Monday night. Uh, Blaine, no. Bro, he's there, there was a point, you know, when we when – we, <sighs> After two, two after, seasons ago, three seasons ago, Disley was our best scorer. Yeah, anyway. yeah, 28, 20, uh, 2018 I think, and twenty eighteen. I still think he's a great player. I just, I just, you know, he's definitely not in the passing game. Even Gerald Everett today, when he had three three targets, four total touches, because he had a run play uh, for twelve yards too. After DK had that eighty four yarder, didn't touch the ball again to the fourth Third, quarter. Oh, fourth quarter, fourth quarter. Yeah, okay, fourth quarter. He got that down. Long, he got a yeah. target on like a little slant or something like that. So yeah, I just that's where I that's Why where I was like so many coulda shoulda wouulda's. When you watch when you when you watch the when you watch the, the Titans play against the Chiefs, there was no like, oh well, you know, there's one thing. Oh well, you know, um, um, Holmes got hurt, so there it is. No, 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 no. Hold on. There was no if ands or buts. There was no coming back from a thirty point ass whooping. Okay. Right. Yeah. Every single game, our last four games, the Titans game, everything. There's like, man, look. If Jason made that, if Myers made that extra point, then guess what? Now they have to go for a two-point conversion to or take it. There's a lot of different factors that could have came mm-hmm. into play. And maybe don't make it, maybe they don't. But it gives us a different battle, right? It gives us more momentum. It makes things a little more different. It becomes a deterrent, right? People say, oh, what's a deterrent? Well, it doesn't mean someone's not going to steal your car. It's just going to stop them and prevent them from – it's going to take – it's going to prolong the time it takes for them to steal your car, right? right. So it's kind of like the, the game, the, the win, the W – you know, we're just kind of, you know, extending it. And every week it's something. And today, tonight, we lost by three points. And look, I don't know if it was you who said it or if it was Greg Belt said it, but he said it's a lot to ask Jason Myers to kick a 52-yard field goal in the rain against the wind and yada, 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 yada. Okay, great. What about the other one, dog? What did he miss a forty-four yarder? Oh, Check my notes. That was like, like 30 thirty-seven, something. I think. Oh, did he really? It was. It was. It was not as. It was a. It was a kick he needed to make. He missed. They, oh no, 44. 44. Missed forty-four. Okay, I'm nah, bro, from, the, nah. from the New Orleans twenty-six yard line after after Travis Homer had that fourteen yard. Uh, it wasn't uh, forty, bro. That was, had, was like it was thirty something. He had. Uh, I think what, it was forty. He something he should have made. Which but is no, the real still, point. to your point, Ben, he should have made it, and it was in the middle. There's no excuse. He missed it. You got to make those and. Those are points off the board that you but don't get. Again, now that takes us to overtime, right? Technically, yeah. after all the terrible plays, why all the coulda, woulda, shoulda, this could happen here? Whatever. No. Like, they gave us the ball with two minutes left. Yeah. We had two minutes. Now, mind you, we had only one timeout left. Mm-hmm. Had to go, probably would have had to go about 40 yards for a field goal, uh, 75 to win it. But how about just. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The best way I can say it is bad teams find ways to lose. The good teams find ways to win. Like you said, those were coulda, woulda, shouldas. Those are what the bad teams look at at the back of it. Ah, if we just had done this, if we had just done, you know, ifs, man. You didn't do it. That's what the bad teams do. The thing is, both teams were playing not to lose. Very much so, One one team is usually playing to win. Both teams, the New Orleans Saints, Seattle Seahawks, were both playing not to lose. Yep. I'm watching Jameis, who has one of the worst – He's one of the highest uh, inter- intercepted, uh, sacked in the NFL, like whatever. And he was, you know, he had his little run plays here and there. He had his little pull up. But I'm like thinking like, yo, how is Kamara open for 40 yards? Like, you, you don't see that? How is someone not thinking, look, no matter what, I don't care if I get burned here. 41, I can't let that happen. You can't. You can't let 41 beat you. That's That comes with the scheme and knowing situations. Our DBs got burned a couple times tonight, two times in a row, and then there was like a weird. The thing is, Jameis's throw was was terrible. Yeah. So that saved us. That's no excuse because Aaron Rodgers ain't gonna have that kind of mercy against us. Oh God. Devontae Adams probably go for three hundred yards. Why can't look at (laughs) why why does why does he have to have COVID? You know, against the Cardinals, why can't he get? And that's my boy. That's my friend. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you talking about Devontae? Yeah. Yeah. Why can't Devontae Adams get COVID? Like you know, I'm saying on when we play him. We'll see. We got a few weeks. Well, so here we go. This is before we get into some Twitter questions. I want everybody, we're going to all weigh in on the Twitter questions, but we're at two and five right now. Mm. Two and five. Let's assume just for the sake of this discussion, you know, Russ comes back, you know, uh, for the green, for the green, green bed game. (laughs) And they got to, they got to pull. Let's say they, it should beat Jacksonville, right? With the, with Gino. I'm nervous. I'm not going to lie. Let's, let's, let's do that. If we don't win, you're going to see me on the news. I promise. I promise you. I promise. I shouldn't laugh. And I lose all my NFL endorsements and everything. <laughs> I never get asked to the stadium ever again. Like, I'm telling you, we lose that game. Two, two or five, I'm going to throw this question above you guys before we get into Twitter questions. What, what what, now? What do they do? How can they fix this? That's it. We're, we're done, bro. This is just a practice season. Now. <laughs> oh, man. We went from championship aspirations about a month ago to... I mean, bro, season. like you said, if, if, we, if we won this game tonight then at least we got a better chance to get into the wild card, end up playing probably, what, Dallas or playing Green Bay. And to tell you the truth, I'm not really a big believer at Dallas, so I'm not trying to hear all that cap. Oh, they're the best, <laughs> blah, blah, whatever. I believe Buffalo is the truth. I believe the, the Ravens are kind of, you know, there. But I believe 
that um, I, I do believe that um, the Cardinals are the truth and they're in a conference that sucks that we have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. But what I mean is I believe that. I don't believe the whole Dak thing. I feel like the, the choke is in that in that 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 team period that, that they're, they're haunted by that. I don't believe that the Rams are really as, you know, because they should have killed the Detroit Lions. They should have killed us. You know, there's no excuses. They should have just beat us down. So what happens now? Okay, we beat Jacksonville. Okay. That'd we be go to, three and five. Yeah. We going go to the bye. We, we, we go to the bye, figure things out. The deadline is in what, four the de- days. The deadline is after five, uh, six days. After Halloween, I think. Yeah, November second. Oh, November second. Okay. November second yeah, yeah, yeah. is a deadline. That's yeah. right. Let's say we pick up Deshaun. Let's say we pick up whoever. Dog. That would be spicy. Someone, yeah. Someone needs to be like, hey, check it out, man. Uh, you had your chance. Uh, we need to bring us a professional A one superstar, and, and um, you know, boom, that's what it is. And then the thing is, let's say Russ comes back um, before the bye, right? They already say he took the cast off. Blah blah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Russ, can you throw the ball, bro? I see you doing all of the things here and there. Can you still throw the, the moon pass? Can you still throw this? Can you still do this, this, and this? You said it before. You don't know if he can actually be 100. Probably I don't not, want Russ man. at 86. Can, can he bend his finger even? I mean, I don't know. So we got, we got possibly we're doomed. All right, what do you think, Chris? Two and five. I really wish they would have given Cam an opportunity. If the, I, that's out the window, though. That's out the window. Cam's you, not walking through the door. You're going to have to walk Gino out there again. What, what else can no, you man, do? No, man, there is a maybe 6% chance that Deshaun says, hey, man, this is a good receiving. You got to go to a team where you see, all right, well, dang, you're doing good, blah, blah. Maybe they appreciate me more in the receiving court How here. disrespectful would it be if Pete and those guys are like, yeah, we like Gino. You have to beat out Gino. Bro, no, someone no, gotta he, put, he ain't doing that. Someone got to find, you know, next time you see Pete eating at Daniel's Steakhouse, you need to put him in a headlock, <laughs> do some Ace Ventura shit, and just like, because it's this is crazy. I will say that you have to put, you have to be confident in Gino. They did everything. Oh, I was. Oh boy. He For- said to me in the text, he said, Hey man, no more first game nervous jitters. No, yeah, he none needs of that. to come and, and play. Now the thing is this. You asked me yesterday. If you asked me at four o'clock today, I'd be like, yo, we're gonna win this game tonight. Guess what? We gonna win Jackson at Jacksonville versus Jacksonville. And then guess what? I don't want Big us Green to Bay. come back to Green Bay. I want Gino to do it. I don't want Gino anywhere. I don't want Gino even going to Wisconsin. I don't want him <laughs> flying on a plane. Well, unfortunately, you're going to have to deal with it because the Seahawks put themselves in this position. I think they win against Jacksonville, which that's they're supposed That'd to be three and five. They're three and five. Bye. Get Russ back. Get Chris Carson back. They're probably going to lose to the Packers. I, the Packers defense is banged up. Russ has never won a Green Bay, I don't think. Little, they're they're shaky, they're but there's a chance. But then there's also Aaron Rodgers and Devontae. And as I said, again, Russ has never lost. He's never won in Green and Bay. And also, that home field advantage over there is it's, pretty crazy. It's different. And I'm guessing it'll be snowing by then. Oh, man, I hope not. I don't want to deal with that, man. I'm hoping for your sake, Mike, because I know you're traveling. I hope it's not. But I mean, I, know so you, I don't no, even know if I went to the playoff game in 2020 for the pandemic year, January. Or was it maybe yeah, January? And mm-hmm. I flew there. And it was awful. That Lambo, <laughs> yeah, it was It was one of the worst experiences I've ever It was awful. Ever. Like, ever, ever. You're not going back. The fact that, oh, I'm not going back to Green Bay. Respect. The fact that, one, the airport has two terminals, and that's it. <laughs> number one, number two. I was texting Mike about The that. fact that it was seven below zero. The number three, the fact that they give hot chocolate up until two minutes before the two-minute warning on the fourth quarter. Like, that's how cold it was. It was, it was miserable. Even wearing Air Force Ones with three pairs of socks and a heater in it, it don't matter. The cement, it's so cold, it goes through your feet. Where was your Tim's at, Ben? My Tim's I left in Dallas. I took them. <laughs> oh, I'm I, came from, okay. I came from a wedding in Dallas, flew to Chicago, oh, man. Green Bay, came boom. And I'm just saying. Someone so yeah, got married in January? Yeah. Man. So my, my, my boy who uh, runs World Star. So we go three and five. 
I want to buy, boom, go to Green Bay. Okay, let's just say for miraculous reasons, he pulls the Rams fourth quarter crazy thing or Russ does whatever. Okay, now we come back and we got the uh, we got the um, 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 the Cardinals. It's doable. <laughs> I don't. It's that, doable. That's, that's it's so. Doable. I'm trying to have some faith here. I'm using Mike, you take away the your podcast. question. You asked Ben and I. You go ahead. What, what? Do you, what do you think looking forward now, based on what you've seen through? These seven games. Well, I think that's why we. Op- I wanted to open with Pete Carroll's comment because I think it's really telling. It's this is a is right now this team is Russ and some guys, right? Yeah. Without Russ, this is this is like a bunch of like a collective of like some good decent dudes, right? We have the money though. I don't understand what the problem is. The Sears have always been cheap, Ben. You know this. How long have you been a fan? You said ten years, ten plus years. When when have the Seahawks said, yeah, we're gonna pay this man outside of Russell Wilson? When did they really? I mean, Tyler got paid. Okay, he's one of the best. Yeah. Look no, at all the players. They that, pay guys. They pay some but guys. But they also don't pay guys. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, it's not even about paying. It's the uh, it's it's the bad drafting. I mean, come on. But man. what it's, team has this kind of cap space? Like, what are we doing with this money, bro? Let's do something. Sitting on yeah. it. That Daniel Gwillis. It's crazy. Yeah, eating steak. Man. No, it's, it's, Did you I, see his face when I said we play against Arizona November 21st? Oh, yeah. That? That my boy, my boy's got tickets to that game. I think he should sell them, man. I think he's getting Yeah, the homies that. are going down there. I'm like, mm, you might want to just. Oh, no, no, you're talking about for the road game? Oh, the road game's in January. Yeah. Well, we play Maybe against, even we then. Play AZ. Yeah, I'm supposed to go because AJ Green is one of my clients, my boy. He's like, yo, I got you some tickets. I'm like, yo, you know, I'm not really taking no tickets from the opposing team member. <laughs> you're my bro, side. but not. Yeah, 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 no. But I mean, November 21st, we come back here. Rush should be back. Yeah, Rush will be back by then. November 21st, that's almost a month from now. Play against possibly a, a nine and zero Cardinals team. They all they do and, is throw the damn ball. I mean, it's, it, that's when I mean I remember thinking that same thing in 2019 when they played that that undefeated Niners, Niners team at the and time. We beat them. A Jadavian Clowney had a great game, and I got oh, kicked out and banned from Levi Stadium forever. To this day, I'm still banned from the stadium. Oh what, man, what happened? Yeah. Separate, separate story. That's we'll, the separate yeah, we'll story. get we'll, Yeah, we'll, <laughs> but yeah, we did. Come, we, but we did come in, and they yo, they weren't just placed hot. That was a team that like, come on, man. It was, was on healthy. Fire. Their Kittle defense was, was disgusting. Yeah. Bro, Bosa and, and what's the Emmanuel and, and just the team was incredible. Plus, yeah, Sherm playing uh, Pro Robert, Bowl yeah, ball. And also, uh, you know, Saleh was um, um defensive was a, coordinator. He was like really on point too. Look, we came in there and peed on their parade. Handled yeah. business. No, no, no. Handle, handle, handle business. So I mean, I'm I'm trying to be optimistic here. So okay, we okay. So let's say we we pull off the miracle in Green Bay. And then we pull off the miracle in, in with the Cardinals. Got to go seven and two to get to ten and seven. Jeez, man. If you beat that's uh, a mountain. If you beat uh, Jacksonville, I mean, you can't lose to none of these scrubs. I teams. mean, you could essentially you what you could do is go, you could end up three and three in the division, uh, and those be your only two losses. Like maybe you lose to like Arizona and then drop one to the Rams. We can drop one to the Rams. We can't drop the one at SoFi. So uh, maybe you uh, maybe you beat the Niners again. Beat the Cardinals once. Maybe beat the, you have to beat the Cardinals twice, I guess. Then. That's not happening. Yeah. I'm sorry. That, that's Unless tough. Russ just goes berserk and puts up 45. But if we beat them once, that's a that's it. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Division they, games, they can lose know. to the Rams. You, you, you never know. Look, man. We got some questions about Pete in here, too. This is going to get ugly. I just canceled my flight to Washington, D.C. I'm sorry for so, laughing, but this yeah, is no, I feel so, bad. That's then. a long flight, man. Hopefully, I still send me. That's what I'm a little worried about. They're going to be like, hey, I got a flight booked to Houston. Yeah. Oh no. You got the questions, Chris. I got some questions. Okay. You got man. the questions. Let's. You guys cool. ready to get into this? Yeah. Please. A lot of them are macro, which I like. Um. So let's let's do it. Well, this one. Let's let's go here. 
If the Seahawks lose to the Jags, are Russ, Pete, and John all gone this offseason? Ooh. Uh, I would I would think I, I would think so. I just wow. I mean, what's the point of keeping who who should you I mean you keep Russ, I guess. You're right. But that's, I was ain't gonna stay, bro. Yeah, I mean, why would because then if you're Russ, it's like, well, why would it be like Matt the Matt Stafford thing? It'd be a very similar situation. Matt Stafford this offseason, it was like, look, you didn't we stink. I'm still good. Get me out of here. Can you send me to somewhere I can win? Something's and the going on say, in yeah. the executive office, and I just feel like if we lost to Jacksonville by 50 points, no one's getting fired, bro. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. If they have by some 50. dirt on the inside or something, <laughs> everybody just got extensions. Is what it is. Pete's on. Pete's on the books till 2025, I think. John until 2027, something like that. They're, everyone's on the books for a lot. Russ till 2023, but I think I think if you lose to Jacksonville, going into the because it sucks when you go into the bye, everyone gets the chance to sit there think. And look at what's wrong. That'd be a two and six team to, to to fire Pete Jody Jody Allen, and uh, what's that one dude? I think his name is Bert. Wow, guy I never heard of today. He, yeah, no, he he rich, rich white dude. Uh, Bert what was he Paul Allen's partner? He is. Why can't I think of that dude's name? He's K O L D E is his name. He's vice chair. Let me look it up. All right, this is the point of the season we at. I'm out here looking up who can fire Pete. That's how you know it's bad. Yeah, he's vice chair of the uh, Blazers and the Seahawks. This dude right here. I think he can. Uh, uh people who don't know, I'm showing. Than the guy on the screen, I think he's. I think he's got the power. I mean, Pete's a pretty powerful dude, and that's probably where. That's why I like to learn a lot of these questions went, but kind of addressing like, all right, what do we do about this Pete thing? Yeah, because I think the oh, he's so old, dog. Like he, it's not even the the age. It's really it's all right. Your defensive minded coach, our offense is not where it needs to be. Eventually, we need that to change, and if you can't change that, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. So, I mean, to answer the question... We he should on. get fired off the fact of third and 14 and you run the ball. That, that's just... That's grounds for firing, bro. Oh, man. He, no, it's it's playing not to lose. That's what both teams are doing. At one point, I, I said, these teams are playing to tie. <laughs> after after they ran three straight run plays, I was like, so Peach just wants to tie. He, he wants to go... <laughs> <laughs> I can't even finish the sentence, but at this point, he wants to tie. I think the three sacks in the four and twenty-eight would be worse than him throwing interception. It was just so bad. Well, because yeah. if you throw it up there, you never know. Yeah, your guy could catch it. You could get a pi or something. You just never know. Yeah, now Pete be playing not to lose. There was a third quarter sequence where it was Alex Collins run, Alex Collins run, Geno QB sneak, Alex Collins run, Alex Collins run, Alex Collins Bro, run, punt. Treating Alex Collins like Adrian Peterson out here. Man, he's not. My man was getting he, <laughs> he was getting uh workload, man. And he was already banged up. So hopefully he's able to play next I week. I mean, and he's hurt. Yeah, you're right. He's hurt. After we forgot about that. We just oh. no, I remembered that. It just I just don't think that your game plan should be against the one of the best run defenses. I mean, bro, they put Tyler Lockett in special teams last week, bro. You know how bad it got. I was like, come on, man. Like, That's a great find. <laughs> what else we got? What else we got? All right. Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. Is Russ forcing his way out next year? Or will Pete do what he should have done years ago and walk away? Yeah, I guess we got multiple uh, questions about Pete retiring in there, I believe. I don't see it. I don't see Pete. I don't see Pete retiring. Man, he just he's so optimistic for him to retire. That would be like he'd have to have a heart attack on the field. bro. He oh, wow. He has to admit that he can't get it done. And I just that's not in his blood. Yeah, no, it's not in his I blood. He, he would. I mean, that's the only way he could get out of here. Probably is is is, is but I just don't see him doing that. He believe like even right now, he I know he believes at two and five. He thinks we can turn it around. Of course, he thinks we can believe in Gino. He thinks. Do you think he really thinks that, or do you think he's just doing it because he wants to save himself? No, I think he's. I think he's like uh, irrational in that way. Like sees this offense and sees this he's like defense. Russell. 
to Russ be could be down 30 to zero. He's like, we have a chance, guys. To be fair, I believe that. Oh yeah, I believe, <laughs> I believe that. that. To I be fair, Pete Pete believed in the defense earlier this year when they looked like they would be, like even last year he believed they would turn it around and they did. They did. Yeah. He believed the defense would turn it around and it looks like they have. To be fair, so I see why he believes in things. I just don't. Yeah, that 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 that's that that's kind of tough. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that we are in a world. We we're looking at a world where Russ forces his way out of here. And if Russ leaves, how old is Russ right now? 32? Thirty two. Yeah, he'll be thirty three in, in November, right after the Washington game, his okay. birthday, I think. So Russ is thirty three. He's got what, maybe four or five good years left after that. Prime maybe? years, and then he'll be like, okay, probably like still okay. a so good starter. Let's say Russ leaves. Okay, let's stay on this question. Okay. I think that's good for us. It's a, it's a, it's a with the same management team, so still Pete and Schneider. No, 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 no. Oh, so I'm just a full about, Ontario. Yeah, everyone's okay, gone, and Ontario. we go and, and be like, yo, because we can go two and five with you know, um, anyone. with Coach Alvin Kamara. You know what I'm saying? Like we can go. <laughs> I'm just being serious. We no, can go no, two yeah, and yeah. five with you know pretty much whatever. I'm just saying yeah. we have too much talent on both sides of the field. You know, we might be missing some O linemen here, here and there. Might miss some here things here and there. But yo, we actually have talent. Yeah, everyone's missing players at this point. You but know? like tonight, you guys love this. The, the coverage was cool. We only allowed thirteen points, and great. But guess what? Dime coverage and just open, like, yeah. Come on, man. They're going through Swiss cheese with us. That's what they say. It was the two minute drill. Last thing on that, the two minute drill was so weird because it was just like the first half or the second half. First half, the one that Kamar ends up scoring oh, on. The, the, most God. of the drive you're talking about. It was so confusing to me, mostly. I mean, I, I still like the dime package. I just think Ryan Neal had a really bad series. That was a really bad series. Yeah, it wasn't he good. Just, he got cooked. I just think in general, it's such a weird thing because what did, what did defenses tell you before a game? Like, we want to make them one-dimensional, right? It's like Fox. I want to make sure he can only punch with one hand, right? Okay, cool. In a two-minute drill, you know they're throwing. Yeah. And you know they're throwing. And they, are, they, are what you, they are doing what you... Uh, you aspire to get them to do is be one dimensional, and that one dimension kicked your ass. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only touchdown of the game. I never, I don't understand being bad at the two minute situation just because that's what you want. You want them to be throwing and knowing. I they're mean, throwing. almost in that two minute, someone stops there and be like, "Hey, listen, might be a lot of extra work, but guess what? Y'all gotta play bad right now." They tried a little bit of it. That's what Ryan got beat on. No, that man. He no, no, no. I'm talking about like on a. I mean, fuck, I'm doing well. You understand what I'm saying? Like at that point, but like, all right, check this out. But I mean, bro, Jordan Books was covering Kamara one on, you know, man, I'm in, was was good. Oh, I'm so happy Jameis didn't throw that ball to the fade because oh, you I, saw that right. You uh, saw I'm, that I, I, I saw Quandre, and I'm like, Quandre might be able to get there, but at the same time, if Jameis lays it there, good thing is Jameis was on this side all the way here. Yeah, and it didn't, wasn't going to happen. He ain't got that kind of arm. He wasn't even looking. I was like, Phew. but and now the fade, our boy looked bad because you know I mess with uh, with wags. But oh, I'm sorry, was it Jordan? Was it? It was Jordan, yeah. yeah was Jordan, Jordan was on the coverage and yeah, yeah, Brooks. Um, yeah. What else we got? What else we got? We fire the Seahawks fired Daryl Bubble. The Seahawks fired Schottenheimer. They now we now have the Seahawks now have Shane Waldron. Where has there been any difference in our offensive play calling? I see zero creativity. What am I missing? No, you're not missing nothing. No, we haven't. We haven't added anything. I want to. I want to. I want to amend. That was, that was a woman's question, right? Yes. I want to amend her question. It says the Seahawks fired Bubble. It says the Seahawks fired Shotty. Pete fired those guys. You are the head guy. It's your job to find offensive coordinators who can get you right. You're not. You're not. That's why I think these questions about Pete, especially earlier, we're going to talk about Pete. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how much longer I could convince people that 
this is the guy to run the ship. I just don't know how much longer what I can. Mean, bro, I don't. You, you shouldn't have been convinced at all. We had a com- we had a conversation with the homie Ben Baldwin after the twenty nineteen season. Yeah. yeah, so after the Green Bay loss, um, and he wrote a thing on the Athletic that was like, Pete got to go. He's not the guy for this. And I wrote a, a basically a, re- a retort. Ah, uh, no, I, I, defending Pete. Yes, yeah, I think he can change. And what do you know? He let Russ cook in twenty twenty, so he, he actually made me look good. I think yeah, he for eight games. Yeah, he, for eight <laughs> games. And then I, after the eight game switch. And then the way this is going, it's just like, I don't know how I can continue to let you have, not let you have, but believe in you to have personnel control. Because it's the thing about the Jamal Adams trade yeah. that people that people get on it about, oh, we could use those first round picks. We gave it two first round picks to this guy. Look at where your first round picks are right now. LJ Collar was active again, inactive again. Yeah. Rashad Penny had four years in. I like Rashad. He has never started a game for the Seahawks mm. in four years, right? Uh, Jordan Brooks is to the point where they are pulling him off the field in, in passing situations. They're bringing in Ryan Neal. That's what the dime package is. It's Ryan, you're better than Jordan right now. That's basically what it is. Seriously. Yep. That's, those are your first round picks. And then obviously everyone hates Jermaine Fetty. And then your other top pick is Luke Dow, your most recent one. D.S. Chris got the concussion. Like, I just don't know if I can believe in Pete to continue to have a good defense or at least just have a good defense. Pick the offensive coordinator, have a run first offense, and be drafting all the players. Is, is there a coach you can think of right now in a head coach position? If Pete were to maul, die of a bomb, hit his house, and just oh, boom, got dark. and we had to bring somebody in here, who would be your first choice? That's already a head coach right now? No, that just you could think of that would be available, that you think could be available. That's a good question. Is who's who's out there right now? Bring in Eric Fisher. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you, oh, Jeff Fisher? Excuse me, Jeff Fisher. No, I don't. I'll no. bring in Tony Rowan before I bring in Jeff Fisher. <laughs> Is that a personal shot? Because all the years he used to smoke the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, he just really knows what's up with play calling. Jesus Christ, this dude called. But he would be. In, I would say him. That, oh, I think shoot, I'd be interested. Call Gruden. <laughs> no, I just wouldn't no. give him personnel control. No. I would let him run the offense. There's too many black people on the Seahawks, bro. <laughs> yeah, One email. That's all it takes. That's oh, that's that's tough. There's not a lot of. I mean, coaching is hard. The problem is when you have all this power. You have the personnel control. Like I said, Pete drafts these guys. John is the, runs the scouting side, but Pete ultimately says, "All right, we'll take." No, I get it. Guy. I'm just saying, if he's like, like, can the Seahawks trade coaches Brandon Staley for Pete? I think that. Why would, would be, the Chargers do that? Though? I don't know. The Chargers is cooking right now. Figure it out. That's what. They have. Going nowhere, dog. Him and Herbert are like. <laughs> no, that's money. You get a that young. That would be like Dream World. That would be one coach because he gets it. Like he was to answer her question. No, you're not missing anything. The, o- <laughs> the OC, the OCs can change all they want. What did I text you, Chris, during the game? What did I text you? Uh, I said new OC. Oh yeah, same yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's it. That's well, it. That's it. Shoot, we talked about that two years ago. We've been talking about that for a while, but I, it was today was evident. Six runs in a row. Alex Collins, you got DK Metcalf on your team. I don't care if it's Thanos Garden DK. Just throw it up, dear. I don't throw care if there. they do three deep. <laughs> I just, you know, okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Next question. Next, oh, okay. question. next question. Because I was going to go on a rant. Well, I went, it's the same one I went on last week. It's just, I don't like how these other teams can find ways to get Deontay Johnson 13 targets in a game. Yeah. Yet the Seahawks struggle to get DK more than nine yeah. in any yeah. given game. It's just like, I don't understand. It's what are they doing? That Javante Adams is a Crackers only good receiver. He gets 15 targets a game and everybody knows they're throwing it to 17. And he still gets <laughs> and he still gets busy. I don't Terry Mc, Terry McLaurin. His Same quarterback stuck, sucks. His receivers, his teammates who are receivers, they all suck. Terry gets like 10 targets a game. Eaten and goes off. I don't understand how 
The it doesn't make sense. Yeah, especially because DK is incredible. And he has a number two in Tyler. Or sometimes Tyler's the number one and DK is the number two. Man. I don't understand. I got Cooper Cup out here eating, man. Eating. All they know they're going to throw it to number 10 every game. <laughs> Did you think after week seven that you'd be more concerned about our rookie offensive coordinator or our veteran defensive coordinator? I'm not worried about, I'm not worried about neither of them, bro. I'm, I'm really, it's like, a, it's above them. It's above them. It's above Ken, for sure. Oh, they're puppets, man. That's probably the best way I can put it. That's probably the best way. This is a Pete thing. I can, again, I don't and know. And another thing, too, I hate to say it, but you guys said this in two weeks ago. And you know, it was last week, middle of last week, because this is a Monday night game and then a Sunday. It's middle of last week. You said something. Last season, we had those. What if we? What one call doesn't go this way? What if this one pass doesn't go? What, what if this? Oh, you're talking about the one point game. You know what the yeah. thing is? Look, we have that situation right now. They're just not going our way this time. Last season, they went our way, and it's crazy because it could have just went like, "Oh, it's about to fall off the table." Nope, I, I got it. Yeah. And this time, we're not getting those those calls in those plays. Those are three games right now. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, it ends that's... up making us five and two. Exactly. Yeah, I had someone real close to recap, which is I had someone real close to the team tell me last year. We were just we were just talking. It was like an hour long convo, just talking. Um, he's he he doesn't he does not affiliate with the team anymore, but he was last year. I was actually I was like, what happened in the second half? He was like, what happened? We just kept playing. We started playing teams that know what they're doing. You know, like he was like, look at that Vikings game. We weren't supposed to win that. He said, mm. look at that. He said, look at the uh, Patriots game. All Cam got to do is just bounce that outside. Yeah. And we lose. He Someone. walks in untouched. Yeah. True. And they, there's a, there's True. one more in there that they want. I don't think they beat Dallas at the end. Uh, they were Dak through a pick. But his point was, he was like, Mike, nothing happened in the second half. We just, we started uh, getting on the wrong side of uh, one but, score but variance. Is, let's just look at, okay. We are better than this. I'm not being delusional saying this. I'm telling you guys, I know I'm a 12. I'm telling you guys, we are better than this. When I look at Quandre, and I look at DK, I look at Tyler, when I look at even Pete Wags and the season he's having with all the tackles and everything, we are better than Quandre is out there playing like a goddamn. He's really playing. Oh, yeah, I, I tweeted. What was Detroit thinking trading this man? No, he, even DJ Reed's playing well. Yeah. DJ guys Reed's are good. questionable DPI on him, but playing well. Yeah, I didn't like that, but I understood because he got there early, but I thought it was bang, bang, let it go. What else we got? How much worse does it get before heads start rolling, Mike? People losing jobs. How you, much what? I'm sorry. Oh, how much worse does it get before people start losing jobs? Uh, uh, lose jobs now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I don't know who though. It would have to be head coach. Pete. It would have to be. There's no there's, changing anything else doesn't doesn't move the needle for me. Besides Gruden, and that was because of emails, whatever else. Has it happened? When's the last time a coach was was fired in the middle of the season? Uh, didn't I didn't remember the Cleveland Browns had it happen. Oh, Cleveland. Every year, right? Yeah, every year a coach gets fired. <laughs> what about like, Adam Gase? How long did Adam he Gase last? got fired mid-season last okay, year? Who was the uh, just the um, change.org? The Falcons coach just got fired oh, last year too. Uh, former Seahawk coordinator, Dan right? Quinn, Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. Quinn. Yeah, there we go. No, it yeah. happens. Quinn, right. It happens. They sucked. Yeah. No, it was. It was. It was. People were like, bring Dan Quinn uh, back. The Houston coach got fired last year too. Earlier in the season. Uh, uh, what's oh, his you name? know what? I'd bring him in. He was actually a good coach. He's just terrible. He's manager. the OC at Bama, I think now. I cannot remember his name. We're all drawn. He blanks. did all the bad trades. Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, bro. Like I'm just like, I mean Gilmore. Sorry. Yeah, Bill. Bill O'Brien. Yeah, that's his name. Bill O'Brien was actually a good coach. Terrible He's manager. Terrible GM. Yeah. Have somebody else be the GM. He was actually a good. Yeah, Schneider, stay where you're at. I'll come coach. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. But yes, to answer that question, you lose. You lose next week. 
Heads gotta go. Somebody don't make it to the bi- through the bye week. I don't care who it is. Honestly, maybe you gotta start finding people in the kitchen. I don't get it. Maybe the valet people. Somebody gotta go. <laughs> hey, if you hey, leave them alone. They just there to bring cars. I do like the valet homies. Yeah. They are cool. Chill, chill. Did you see the movie The Last Boy Scout? The Tony Scott film. I, haven't I seen have it. not. Okay, George, you guys are probably too young, but there was a guy named Billy Blanks. He had that Tybo. It's kind of. Oh, I'm familiar with yes. Okay, so he was star of the movie. This is before Tybo ever existed, and he's in the game. And he's just under so much pressure. And it's like a fake game, obviously. It's like, you know, like an XFL. It's whatever. And he's running back. And he, and it's r- pouring rain like it was tonight. And he starts running towards the end zone. And finally, some people start catching up to him. And he pulls a gun out of his pants and starts <laughs> shooting people. And I'm like, yo, bro. It's, it's, I don't see that being so far-fetched if we lose next week, bro. It's something drastic has to happen. The one scene that popped into my head was... Now I'm drawing a blank of the movie, but he's going to the car to get his gun. He oh, you're talking about that's a uh, that's white, white man can't jump. Yeah, yeah. go get yeah. my gun. Yeah, shoot everybody. <laughs> I mean, that's what it. No, that, that is what it it, it it feels like, man. It feels like it lose lose to Jacksonville and he's got to go. Multiple bro. people don't make it through. He's I mean, honestly, go, yeah, that he's would be go. it. I mean, because what you're two and six, you got no first he's round eight, pick. Eight hundred years old. He's got to go, bro. I'm gonna hit someone at USC and be like, "Yo, could you offer him like the direct, the general, the, the, the director of all athletics, something?" And just, oh man, Jesus leaving. What, what a story that would be. You leave USC to come up here, and then, and then you win a Super Bowl here after winning Natty's there, and then go back there. Man, that would be a career. Would be. Next up, Geno Smith has ended the game with an interception, a fumble, and now a turnover on downs. What way will he surprise us losing next week? Or will oh, man, he pull a 180 and beat no, up the Jags? On, that's low, that's that's a, I think he's going to win. I think he's going to win next week. The Jags are really bad. Hey, They are really bad. That's. I mean, I think they're going to The only thing is, week. now I see them, like, let's say, for instance, it's 4-17. and 17. I'm being dead serious. 4th <laughs> and 17, Jags are the type of team that would go for it. Like, they'll punt and do some, like, they'll try to recreate Michael Dixon's double punt for like a thing like they're just so bro when you when you when you were like look at Detroit last week like I said this week weekend we see these teams that have nothing to lose yeah. they're pulling out crazy plays yeah. right now bro Seahawks should have do, they're gonna pull a Cal Berkeley versus Stanford seventeen laterals like you know like you never know all right any idea oh any idea why didn't they pursue the under center stuff more I know run 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 punt is Pete's thing but gotta be clear it wasn't working a lot on monday night okay so this is actually an interesting schematic question um that so i keep track of all my um whether they're under center or in shotgun yep and so you guys can see in my notes here uc sg i do keep track of that so here's the dilemma that i think the seahawks have geno smith ran a spread offense in west virginia and he was actually very good at very prolific and that's he's the spread is comfortable he can see more of the field he doesn't turn his back to the defense which people forget about when you're under center and you do play action you turn your back to the defense so you can't take you have to take like a screenshot of the defense and hope that they didn't move too much yeah. <laughs> when you turn and your, your back. peripheral vision got to be crazy. Yeah. And so it's it's actually a very like scary moment for the quarterback. Not to say they it's scary, but you guys know what I mean. Shotgun, you can see things the empty, gives you more options, whatever. And but the run game is better under center. Yeah, because you're it's just it just it just works. You can do more creative things. You know, you, you run your uh, your running back gets a little bit more of a lead up like it's 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 better for your run game. So they're in a dilemma. Your quarterback throws better out of one type of style, but you run it better at another style. And then we're talking you, about Geno, though. Yeah, yeah, Gino. About, yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, Russ is very similar. Uh, Russ is good no matter what, but you see, he likes that empty stuff too. We ran a lot of shotgun. No, because yeah, because because our, our line was really bad for the last few years. So he has to be in shotgun. You know what we need to do? We need to run the wishbone formation. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I always hit the group chat today. Say, so let's just have DK run it. I was like, man. 
I, I'm not I'm not against it. But yes, that is the dilemma that they're in. It's like Shane knows to if we go under center and pound it, we can Who win. Who had a flea flicker last week with the Niners? Uh, I didn't watch the Niners game. That was Dang, I know. Uh, who ran the it was the Niners, I think, dude. No, Hell, Derek Henry threw a touchdown pass. I mean, you can get tricky. I just don't <laughs> think that that's that, – that, to answer that question in, in particular, I just think that they're in a legit dilemma that I don't have a good answer for because Geno does operate well in the spread, but a more of a pro style is what fixed their run game, which is what the head coach wants Man, to do. Yeah, F the run game, dog. You need to be in shotgun, bro. He already has so many issues right now. Yeah, I don't – the play action works better Boy. from you know, under the center. Rams defense is 10 times better than any defense we ever played. And he when he came out that fourth quarter, he was out like – Yo, with, he looks so confident. So with cool. no play like, action. He was like, okay, boom. Hit here. Hit here. He was driving down the field. I mean, do you really think it was just, they were just shocked. The defense was just shocked. No, he was playing well. He was playing. Yeah, he was playing he came they had out. a rookie corner making his first start too, though. That helped a little bit. That Rochelle dude was yeah. a rookie corner making his first Jordan, start. She plugged us with that. She said it was. it's going to be tough for him, and it was. Yeah. All right, what else What else we got? That, you know what? That was it pretty much. Everything else we hit on. That was all the discussion. Big. Yeah, that was. those are the ones that I thought we could touch on. And just answer, but I think everything else we definitely touched on on the show in regards to what to do with Pete, how Gino's going to look. The Ultimate, Pete, go ahead, Mike. The Pete stuff is where I think this team is the most fascinating because I think that we talked about the game itself, but I really think that's where, because people want all these changes. Ah, fire Norton. Fire, you know, what's up with Shane? What, what Draft better. Blah, blah, blah. Everything comes back to the dude at the top. And I'm running out of ways to be like, no, I got to Let's Pete. Let's do the Pete things. I don't know how much longer I can do that. Well, honestly, maybe, I don't think I can do it after today. It's tough. We you can't be two and five right now. Yeah, there's. Man, I think that even you know, like if Terrell Taylor was there today, would have been nice to have. But even then, I thought they got some decent pressure on Jameis. Relatively enough, speaking, bro, man, come on, definitely man. not good enough. But they didn't let Jameis just sit there back there. I mean, there was a really, really good time where Jamal went in. And, of course, he kind of, like, you know, shook a little bit. So he's there. But he was so good that Jameis just threw it right on the floor. He was like, yo, he wanted no parts of Jamal. And it was weird because, you know, um, what's his name? Um, My God, bro. Jesus Christ. There was a big lineman, defensive lineman that came after him. And he wasn't so shook. But he was immediately shook with Jamal. Like he threw it straight on the ground. Yeah, those guys don't want. Big Ben did that last week too. He had yep. Jamal came free on a rush, and Ben just threw it in the so, dirt. Yeah. He's like, I'm not about to just get hit by this guy. No, because no, they were. That's why Jamal's sack numbers are kind of down too. It's like, well, he doesn't have any sacks. But I think guys are recognized. I'll just take. I'll just throw it in the dirt before I let you smack me. Yeah, which I can't blame them. I wouldn't want to get smacked either. But I think everything just comes back to the top. You got this one guy controls personnel. Your personnel's not there. Look at all these trades they have to make because they can't draft well. Look at all yeah. these first-round picks who aren't starters, who aren't contributors, who aren't potential stars, right? So you look at, all right, the defense, is every year they're just going to take five, six weeks to get it together? Can't be you that can't way. Do that. Yeah. can't do that. Okay, you're on offensive coordinator number like 17. All right, the offense still doesn't look good. Nope. It's still a run-first thing. How much longer do you do? That's the that's the question. I might write that this morning or tomorrow for Tuesday. Two, 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 Cam. <laughs> Cam. There's a lot of options out there, but at this point, we realize they've wasted those three weeks. Because I, ta- I talked about it earlier on the show. After that first loss, they should have been like, yo, can we really? I know we've had them for four, three, three four years, but at what point do we? Crazy say- thing is we, for Deshaun, there's like a lot of money involved. Cam, there's nothing. 
nothing. But the Seahawks disrespected that man and said, yeah, you can, you know, ride at least pine. I think. I think that's well, kind of what excuse the feel. Me, it's, it's kind of the feel of the discussion that, hey, Cam, you're going to come Cam, in. Cam wants an opportunity to compete for a starting job. Yep. Most guys do. As, I was going to buy a Geno Smith jersey last week, bro. <laughs> oh, he was really all about all in. Man, you, the spotlight was on Geno. He stepped up and Ben was on and, it. And I think that's another part that goes up to the to uh, above. I never thought that Geno was a guy who could keep him above water. If the, he had to start, I would say I would tell you that all the time. I got plenty of texts that would show that. I never thought half the guys they brought in would be that. Remember they brought in like Paxton Lynch and stuff. Oh, yeah, and yeah. in my head, I'm just like, that's what you're gonna do. What happens if you lose Russ? You're gonna throw Paxton Lynch out there. You're gonna throw, as uh, you said, Sean Mannion out there. You're the gonna most, die. The most important position outside of your starting quarterback is, is your backup. backup quarterback. And the Seahawks have fallen to the point where they probably wish they would have had a Colin Kaepernick. A Cam Newton, just draft. Honestly, just or Cam even Newton, draft. Okay. Just draft. Make. But look at Trey Lance. It's not even. It's not even just like Tough. the signing the veterans too. You can draft in these positions. Too. I think you should draft a quarterback the every biggest draft. Point draft you one made, every Mike, draft until you hit. The biggest point you made was having a good backup quarterback. That is it. What rookie quarterback do you think this year has really shown his his colors? Like he's like okay, he's he's he was worth it. Uh, Tyler Heineck. No, he's not a rookie. No, he's not a rookie. Nope. Oh, in this class, that just—I mean, I don't think any of the guys have looked particularly good. Not to be fair, I have not watched a ton of Mac Jones. Um, I would I say, based on what we're seeing, Mac is probably. The I watched us doing a little best. bit of Trevor. I, I think, think Trevor's got some talent. I think Trevor's bro. good, dude. He got some yeah. talent, man. That's why I'm not saying that because we got the same agent, but I, mean, he's, <laughs> I think Justin. I think Justin's gonna be good too. I just think he. I just think that a lot of these guys are at a disservice when they go through the whole offseason and they don't know that they're the starter. They're taking all these backup reps, playing with backup old linemen, backup Bro, Jimmy's receivers. Jimmy's around now. Garoppolo, like they need. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's he's, he, that just yesterday was really bad, man. Let's, bad. let's put a bow on this. Man. How does this? How does this season end, Chris? Let's, 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 everybody they finish above five hundred. I think that's probably. Give the, me a number: nine and eight, ten and seven, eleven and six. Oh, man, I forgot it's seventeen games 12 and now. Five. Yes, I would say the, with the Russ coming back, they're, <clears throat> excuse me, they're probably going to end up nine and eight. Nine and eight. Yeah, missed the playoffs at nine and eight. Oh yeah, they're going to. Um, Two and five, man. They're rest now. I mean, they're gonna have to work magic just to get above five hundred. And now you want them to go to the playoffs for what? Just to lose immediately? They're gonna finish nine and eight, and we'll see what happens from there. Okay, um, I'm, I'm gonna expand on that before I throw it to Ben. Is Russell Wilson the quarterback in that in that scenario? Is Russell Wilson the quarterback in 2022? Absolutely not. No, no. Russ is Pete the head coach? Probably. Oh. I would say no, probably not. All right. I hope he is. But clearing house at going nine and eight. All right, Ben, what you got? Eight and nine. Eight and nine. Is Russell Wilson the quarterback in 2022? No. Is Pete Carroll the head coach? Yeah. Yeah, so we're going Pete <laughs> over Russ. That is where, yeah. and, I, and I think that's what, what direction I that's lean towards, too. That's not what I too. want. No, no that's, what, that's the direction I lean toward, too, is that is the siding with the Pete, the organization, siding with management over labor, which is like, that's a whole macro discussion. But to make things worse, though, before Russ even leaves, I just think there may be some people that we have that are really good stars on this team that probably be like, yo, I'm out too. You know, Bobby retire or something like that. I, if, if I'm in, I'm out of here. I want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Call my boss. Like, hey, can we? Can I cover some? Can I just let me be a can national me? writer? You know, let me just d- d- dip into everybody. You know, maybe I can. That'd be fire. We start covering Mike. the Kraken. <laughs> I mean, bro, look, you know, Steve Smith. He was in Philly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that became. You know? Came national. Our guy yeah. Stephen Holder started covering uh, Carson Wentz. Was like, hey, can I be national? <laughs> On that note, Ben, thank you for thank joining you. us, man. Appreciate it. It's oh, a pleasure. You guys.
Yeah. Thank you so man. much. Oh, let me get the to... let me get the filthy handshake, man. There, there we go. Man. There we go. But yeah, we want to thank you for tapping in with us, man. We really enjoyed this pod. Hopefully, we can get you back on in the no, future in sure. the summer when you're a little more free and for sure, for sure. you know that'd be dope. So it's been another episode of Seahawks Man to Man. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We have another, we have a bunch of special guests lined up to be honest with oh, you. Oh, we do. We got a whole we, another. We recording tomorrow, right? Yeah, recording Tuesday. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Tuesday. So we're dropping yeah. this immediately, and then we're actually gonna chop it up with another, with someone you guys would love to hear from. And then next week during the bye week, we got a little something special as well. It's been an episode of Seahawks Man to Man. We will catch you guys later. Hold on, Ben. You gonna plug anything? Oh yeah, actually, you know your podcast. Yes. Plug anything. This is you. Floor is you. Yes, my bad. Go ahead, Ben. No, listen. Thank you guys for having me on. Um, I gotta get you guys on my show. That's Behind the Baller. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, it is a top 10 entrepreneurial show. It is a top 200 business show. Globally, it is a top 10 business show in many parts of the world. I just want to say thank you. Um, what an unfortunate night. But the highlight of tonight and this show is that we did not talk about Cover 3, which you guys always talk about. We are, oh, man. You know what I'm saying? So thank God. Just appreciate you <laughs> the guys. Defense got it. We didn't need to talk Cover 3. <laughs> All right, y'all. We will catch you guys next episode. Thank you for rocking with us. Make sure you subscribe to YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Yeah. Peace. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.